Skills. This is your last chance. Man, oh, shit! It's time! <laughs> it's draft, 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 draft. And not just the draft of that everyone's excited for, yes. which, of course, is the Stinko de Mayo one, not the stupid <laughs> one with the NFL. <laughs> already, st- already starting the uh, pessimism, huh? <laughs> yeah. All, this, all these rumors. Look at all these rumors yes. about the Eagles trading out and then trying to trade back in. And yes, the, the, the Eagles doing, have decided to doing trade, the dosey do. Yeah, the Eagles the- have decided to trade again for Carson Wentz <laughs> and give up five first round picks for the guy they just got rid of. Oh That's man, they're, they're like you put your right foot in, you, you put, put your right foot, foot out, out. Yes. take your first draft pick, and you shove it up your ass. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just nerve wracking because you yeah. never know. Like they, well, these fucking assholes don't know what they're doing. For those that don't know and are new to digging in the dome, welcome. Oh, welcome uh, to digging in the we, dome. We started this podcast around this time, uh, close to this time last year. We're about a month in last year and the NFL draft was happening. Uh And, uh, despite sports not happening, uh, they still did the NFL draft, uh, because of the, uh, the COVID issues that were going on at the time. So a little something called COVID. Oh, uh, that just made me think of uh, the bit from um, In Living Color, where the, uh, he was uh, David Allen Greer was like the blues singer, and he's oh, like God. wrote a song about it. Like well, here, 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 go, here, here, go. Look at that match. Fucking like that shit. What a great, uh, what a great TV show. Uh, but so the draft was uh, was going on, and. Chris and I were discussing what we thought was going to happen with our respective teams. Chris is an Eagles fan. I am a Steelers fan. Hmm. I was saying that I wanted a particular player um, who actually ended up going to Eagles in the second round and caused all kinds of ruckus. The Mr. Jalen Hurts, who is yes, now now the the, the uh, heir, heir apparent to the, the throne quarterback. Um, right now it is. But Chris had loathsomely. Uh, uh, basically prognosticated what actually ended up happening, which was he wanted Justin Jefferson. I did. He had predicted that Justin Jefferson was, was going to be available when the Eagles were drafting. And he, he had predicted that they were not going to take him. They were going to fuck around and take somebody else. And lo and, and behold, they <laughs> did. And just for people that are just curious, if you're not a big football person, Justin Jefferson in his rookie year had 88 receptions, 1400 yards and seven touchdowns. And in case you're not a football fan, that's really good. That's <laughs> not only than most people, not, not only is it really good. It was the most yards ever by a rookie in the history of NFL football. So, uh, what did Jalen Rager do? Who? <laughs> I think they were trying you're to like, make a run on Rager. Like, Rygar, that yes. old Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have that. He comparatively yes. had a, um, he had 31 receptions. <laughs> How many yards? Um, 396. <laughs> Was that 400? No, no, no. Almost. Almost. So, so if you add, so if you more add four than a th- at a thousand, you would have had as many yards as Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Holy <laughs> if shit. If you added another 57 catches. Yeah. 
as much as just Justin Jefferson and many more touchdowns, just markedly better. So I had after the draft happened, I had I was pissed because the Steelers did not take Jalen Hurts. Um, they took a wide receiver out of Notre Dame by the name of Chase Claypool. And at the time I was pissed. I didn't want Claypool. I didn't think they needed a wide receiver. Um, and I said that uh, if he ended up being awesome because I didn't want him, he would end up being awesome. I would buy his merch. And if you've watched any episodes of this podcast, Chase Claypool turned out to be pretty fucking awesome. And he I had I, <laughs> 62 receptions, <laughs> double <laughs> Jalen, what Jalen hurts had, or Jalen hurts. Yeah. Jalen hurts probably had more receptions than fucking Jalen Rager. <laughs> The 873 yards and nine touchdowns. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> oh, and the Eagles passed on him too. Just FYI. I know. <laughs> so I know. Um, it's great. But yeah, so I, I have a uh, Mapletron sweatshirt at home. So we're super excited for the NFL draft. Um, maybe a little pessimistic. The draft. The draft. The draft. The draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe a bit pessimistic. Uh, but uh, I'm very much hoping that uh, one Najee Harris, the running back from Alabama, mm-hmm. Alabama, yes. ca- falls to the Steelers at 24. That would make me very, very happy. The Eagles are in a very interesting position. Yes. Um, they're, are they're, 12. They're 12. I, That's correct. And so there's a very good chance that they could get uh, one of the best corners or one of the best wide receivers in the yes. draft. Uh, the the funny thing is, is that we're talking about that right foot in, right foot out, trade back, trade back up. Mm-hmm. The rumor is, is that they want to get in front of the Cowboys because the Cowboys are picking at 10 or 11, 10. I think. So, um, it's they're like, like Cowboys giants. Yeah. Eagles. So, so they're, they're like, like, I gotta get in front of these assholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to take everybody that I want. Yeah. So they got to, whoever has nine, they're going to yeah. try, they're going to be, they're going to be trying like a mofo to get, to get that ninth pick. Yep. So, um, while we're talking about the draft, I <laughs> texted you the other night. So, my cousin and, and his family, they're huge Penguins fans. Mm-hmm. They live out in Western PA. My cousin has season tickets. So um, he only has two tickets, but the whole family wants to go. To paradise? Um, Jeez. Uh, e. Oh, boy. <laughs> do you, do you, you're going to have to drop in your, <laughs> you're going to have to drop in your, uh, oh, yeah. your trash, uh, <laughs> trash sense of humor. And then that video. How you folks doing? I'm Mo, or as the ladies like to call me, hey you behind the bushes. <clears throat> Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. So Gotta throw one uh, in. He, Every once in a while. So he buys four tickets against like club box seats, like kind of like the seats that we had when we went oh, to yeah. Sixers a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, sure. So that's awesome. Those are great seats. So um so he's there around and he texts me. He's like, Hey, you're not going to believe this, but Cam Hayward from the Steelers is literally sitting right next to us. He's in like the box right next to us. He's He's, like a ridiculously uh, good football player, defensive, uh, and, uh, slash defensive tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm -hmm. all pro, uh, he's amazing. So I text my cousin. I'm like, that's awesome. You tell him that I saw his dad's dick when I was 12 and see what he says. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin I, is like, 
what? He's like, uh, he's like, hey, Mr. Hayward, did he's give Kevin walking back like what? Well, he said he said he was a really cool guy, super down to earth, very nice. He was like, they were probably because he's getting hired as dad's giant genitalia, a giant dick, so he's got no worries. He's like, I'm a great football player, a millionaire, and my dick, I could use it to to fucking pry open a a a fucking broken elevator door. Yeah. Um. So. My cousins, he's like, he was so cool. We were just shooting the shit, like mm-hmm. two dads just talking in between periods uh, at intermission. So I was like, did you tell him about me seeing his dad's thing? He's like, no, I didn't. It didn't manage to come up in the casual conversation. Uh, come so on. I'm going to tell you fine folks about yes. it. Yes. So, so for those of you who don't know, Cam Hayward is the son of the late uh, Craig Ironhead Hayward, yes, as he well, was called. Well, wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to discover why. So, um, at least from my perspective. Yeah. Um, so rewind back to, uh, my middle school years. So we talked about how my dad's an educator, mm-hmm. taught at Wildwood High, Stu- talked about him teaching, uh, being Frankie Vogel's history teacher. Yep. Um, so one of the other people that he taught at Wildwood High School was a football player by the name of Billy Osborne. Billy Osborne uh, ends up at uh, University of Pittsburgh. So he's playing for the Pitt Panthers there at the time when Billy's playing is, is Cam Hayward's dad, Ironhead Hayward. Mm-hmm. And he's a beast of a running back, like an absolute beast. So this is when Pitt football was actually like pretty shit. damn yeah. good. Yeah. So Billy invites my dad and me um, to the game. They're going to play Penn state in mm-hmm. Pitt, which is like a huge deal. Um, they don't really play that rivalry too much anymore. But at the time when they did and it was good, it was great. Um, so we we go there. We go to the game. It's amazing. Pitt actually won, um, went into the locker room after the game. And I see Ironhead Hayward there. And uh, Billy's I'm like, do you think it'd be OK if I asked him for his autograph? And Billy's like, I don't know, man, he's not really like that. Mm-hmm. He's like. You, you probably just he'll probably just put like an X over his picture because I have like the program, right. you know what I mean? Like With like a, all their pictures yeah. and stuff. He's like, he'll probably just like throw an X over his picture or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going to ask him. So he's doing press interviews. And if you those who have never been in a sports locker room, most of the time college professional, when they're doing interviews, they haven't even gotten dressed yet. Mm-hmm. So Ironhead has a button down shirt on nothing else. And there's a reason they call him hired wed because yes. he, his dick is out and I'm 12. So I'm, I'm like, I mean, I'm why, a little, dad, why is his thing <laughs> yeah. a thousand times larger than mine? Yeah, man. It's like, this, this dude's fucking strapped. And I'm like, no fear. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care if his dick's out. I want his autograph. Right. That's, that's some, that's some real gumption for a 12 year old to be, to go face first with a giant, no. with a giant black hog. Mother of God. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going in. I don't care. Yeah. So I go up to him, my program. He's super nice. He like shoes the press guy away. And he's like, he's like, what's up, man? I was like, Oh, I just want to get your autograph. And he signs it, mm-hmm. signs his autograph, full name, everything mm-hmm. number, he did so it. He, he, his dick. He's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he hands me the program back, and I like, I'm like ecstatic. I turn around and like hold the program up, and I like yell across to Billy Osborne, and I'm like, I was like, Billy, I was like, look, he didn't sign it with an X. He signed his name, and you. <laughs> 
Ironhead Hayward stared fucking daggers <laughs> through like, ah, <laughs> He's like, ah, what did you tell this shit. little? He's like, what did you tell this little motherfucker that I was gonna just put an X over my picture? Oh, <laughs> he man, He's like, I'm gonna light fuck. you up in practice. Tomorrow. Oh, dude, can you imagine? You like, you're like, listen about Iron the X thing. Yeah. I don't know what that 12 year old white boy was saying to you, but that was some bullshit. Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. a lying <laughs> son of a bitch. Now I gotta ask because yes. I remember this story as well. Kevin, uh, you're like a giant cock whisperer or something. Because didn't you go into the Sixers uh, locker room and see Arm and Hammer's hammer? <laughs> well, so I I have I was very lucky that my father they got to see knew. two giant penises. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> got to got to know what disappointment is real early you're in like, life. Oh, I ain't got that. <laughs> yes. I ain't never gonna have that. So, but I gotta so, learn skills. <laughs> so I was lucky that my dad. You know, he, not only did he manage to be a t- teacher of uh, what it turned out to be amazing professional athletes yeah. and, and, and head coaches, but your dad. also, I mean, cause Billy did a stint with the Eagles. He played for the Eagles for like two or yeah. three years. He got a neck injury that knocked him out of football. Um, but my dad was also the bartender at the dead dog saloon mm-hmm. and all like the six or scorekeepers and anybody that would like in six or sports that would like, or Philly sports that would, vacation to the shore would come in there, especially if they were older. Cause the dead dog was more of like a brass rail collared shirt. Yes. Like you, not like the sloppy shore like directly across the street from that. Uh, like a couple of doors down is La Costa. Yeah. Where <laughs> it is. It's like fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> exactly. Um, you get, you get killed in that place. So, uh, so he knew a couple, he knew one of the scorekeepers. He knew one, one of the guys there, this guy, Bob, the dude O'Dowd, um, who was just like a, who was like a, all, all purpose, all knowing person uh, within the Philadelphia 76 or so at the time when they played at the spectrum, there's a bar called ovations ovations and oh, shit. it connected that bar connected and you had to have like passes to get into it. It was like the Lexus club before the Lexus club existed. Right. So um, we would get passes to go down in there. And sometimes I would get, um, hallway access to the locker room because the locker room actually connected. You could walk from the locker room into ovations. A lot of times the players would come out. Sometimes they would hang out at the bar, get drinks. Sometimes they would exit out that way because it was just easier, especially if they didn't want to talk to the press or anything right, like try that. Try to avoid them. So I used to go to Sixers games all the time. Sometimes I would bring friends. Um, and this one time I brought our friend Frank Corrado. Mm-hmm. Frank was a huge David Robinson fan. He loved the Spurs. So they happened to be playing the Spurs. So I bring Frank. We get to go down to the locker room. So we actually this time get to go into the locker room. And right. this is when Barkley's playing. Barkley was playing all kinds of fucking cool moves. So we go into the locker room and there's a player from the Sixers whose name is Armin Gilliam. Yes. And his nickname was Armin Hammer. And I always thought it was a beautiful play on words with, uh-huh. you know, Armin the Hammer baking, baking soda. soda. Yeah. Uh-huh. And plus he throw down mean dunks. Yeah, he was just a nasty. Yeah, just a nasty dude. He his dick was so big that I like I was flummoxed. Like it, like it was it was it was it was like freak show big. Yeah, right? it was like, like out of so it was not. It didn't seem real. You know what I mean? It was, it was like just like porn stop, I'm like stop fucking her. That's not your real dick, man. <laughs> put put that elephant trunk away. Yeah, get your real you, you dick. expected to pop it off. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like, fall in. <laughs> gotcha. It was. I was flabbergasted. Oh. Like I saw that thing in my dream. I mean nightmares <laughs> for yes, for my wet dreams months. My um, lord. But Barkley actually told turned out to be. He was super cool too. Mm-hmm. He actually because Frank had a. 
had a David Robinson jersey on mm-hmm. and we walk in and he had like a like a fleece over top of it. <laughs> Barkley's like, yo man, you might want to zip up that fleece. <laughs> he said that David <laughs> Robinson jersey underneath it. And Frank's like Okay. He like slowly zippers it yes, up. Sir. He's like, you're good, man. Come over. What's up, man? You guys having a good time? Uh, yeah. I got his autograph too. Um, I'm like, some- step right up. See the giant penis over here. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, it was like, show, seriously. Yeah. So Armin had a hammer. God yeah. damn. And, I mean, he put Armin hammer, put iron head to shame. Yeah. So, I have had I've had hammers and iron heads you sure in my well, face as a young lad. Good news. <laughs> we have a name for this podcast. Hammers and iron heads. <laughs> Indeed we do. Yes. Oh, well done. Shit. As per as per usual, you come up with a good one, my mm. friend. Cheers to you. Yes, sir. So, so it's an exciting time here at it, Digging in the Dough. It is, but before we get into that, only because yes. we have to just promote, uh, promote, 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 promote. So uh a couple things. One we had Sarah Tolomash back on the podcast we did. again, and it was fucking great. Yep. And she's hilarious yep. um, and wonderful. So uh, she will be playing in Rory's for Pennsylvania at Soul Jules, um May 14th. I And she's going to be co-headlining with Adrian I. Apolucci or Apolucci, excuse me. Um, so definitely, if you want to get tickets, go and do that. Make sure that you say in your when you buy the, in tickets the comment online, section that you're in the digging of the dome group so you don't get put with some uh, Spring City um, ne'er do or just tell them i mean if you don't you don't have to sit no. with our crew but if you're if you're going and you're a listener um just tell them that you you're with you, the digging in the dome podcast sent you there it's yes. good it's good promotion for us it's good promotion for sarah since she's yes. on the podcast um it's good for everybody so it's just tell me tell them you were sent by digging in the dome it'll be good stuff yes do it um just fucking do it no yeah and then uh yeah so that was that was exciting she was great uh kevin brought up of course the uh, bob kelly <laughs> Because he had yes, to, indeed. cocksucker. Um, but it was fun to have her on, and uh, I'm sure we'll have her on again soon. But uh, uh, and also, and we have stickers. We have merch. Yeah. So our first merch came in. Merch. The logo, as I'm sure you've seen, if you merch. follow us on social media, uh, designed by Cam Werner from Canvas Design, Design Company, uh, and the stickers printed by Sticker Mule. They did an, an amazing job. Uh, we have those Kevin available. Had to, Kevin had to make sure he uh, got a stickers from a place that uh, had to dick <laughs> mule. mule. He's like, I just hammers, heads, mules. <laughs> exactly. Dicker uh, mule. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe this is a good time to, to mention the uh, place that we're going to be uh, potentially doing some sponsoring with. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So now nah, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that right. one later. Let's we'll just um, say that it also has things to do with genitalia. Yeah. Kevin seems to have a fucking theme. You wonder why I'm handing out hand jobs by this guy. He said he can handle a dick, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Seen enough of them, apparently. Uh, uh, gi- giant ones, <laughs> like like fucking mythological. You saw the big foot of dicks, <laughs> the, skunk the big dick of foot, the skunk cake of dicks. <laughs> oh man, uh, shit. But uh, yeah, so we got a lot of cool stuff going on. Yes, um, always. We'll 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 be selling the stickers, giving some away. Yep, all that good stuff. Um, definitely going to be part of the giveaway with this next oh. fabulous fabulous time of Ladies year. Ladies and gentlemen, us again. It is the second annual Stinko. De Mayo Tournament. Bienvenidos, senores and senores. Welcome to the second annual Stinko de Mayo Tournament! <laughs> <laughs> it's the <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Oh man. That's beautiful. How exciting is this? Dude? This is amazing. I do. Yeah, I know how much you've been looking forward to this. I I loved it last year. Yeah. And we did the 90s, which was great. Yeah. And so this year, um, we really talked about, you know, uh, narrowing it a little bit because if we do this podcast for like any more than a few years but we're going to run out of years so and we're going to go back into the, the fucking 50s and people <laughs> yeah, talking like, about the honeymooners we're singing like, about the 1920s yeah. oh man skidoo <laughs> yeah no one's going to want to hear about that shit so oh, man uh, the vapors they yeah, sucked uh, yeah exactly I got dropsy <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man yeah. oh great depression <laughs> yeah great we talk about Hoover, uh, Herbert Hoover fantastic <laughs> no one will ever listen again mm-hmm. so we have to like narrow the years and and so we were texting back and forth i was talking to kevin about it and uh kevin had the initial concern that there would not be enough bad in in a shortened because we went from a decade to five years yeah so and we're so, doing 2000 to 2005 so kevin when you did your early research yes. here on the 2000 to 2005 i immediately changed my tune <laughs> i texted you and i said i can't believe how bad this is yeah we because ha- i was originally like Maybe we just do mu- music and and movies since we're doing such a finite period of time. Yep. Um, and for those who didn't listen previously, um, we did music, movies, TV, and, and fads slash trends. Yeah, whatever. Um, so that's what we did for the '90s last year. So I'm like, we're only doing five years. It's kind of hard to stick a year to certain fads and trends. Yep. Um, you know, how are we going to do that? I was like, maybe we just do uh, movies and TV. And then I started looking at the music. And I was like, oh, we got to get music in there. And then I even started looking at the fact I'm like, all right, we there's plenty of dog shit in the first five years of of the 2000s to get through. It's It's amazing. Like when you go back and look at stuff, you're just like, I don't remember it being that bad. And then you're like, holy shit. I can't believe how bad it was. It's it's bad. Really, really excessively bad. bad. So I'll run down the the more specific thing. So Chris, this was Chris's idea. And and together we worked out the kinks last year. So it's a 32 seed mm-hmm. tournament. So it's yes. not a full 64. And the reason we did this was last year there was no March Madness. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, we were kind of pissed that because of COVID there was no sports going on. And we're like, how do we, you know, kind of tie sports and, you know, and, and our, and the things that we lament uh, on this podcast together. And Chris came up with this for, for Cinco de Mayo called Stinko de Mayo. Yes. Um, it's a month long venture. Yes. Uh, Chris and I will draft the seeds similar to our draft that we do at the end of our, uh, podcast episodes. Um, so we're going to actually do the draft of the, what gets seeded. And then we are going to, uh, leave it up to you fine folks to, do the actual voting on who advances. And so the important thing about this is if you participate, if you participate, you can win fabulous prizes yes. like merch. And we're going to continue our trend of the previous year, which is to give you 1000 pesos. Yes. Which is 50, 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it to you in a gift card and we'll get you a shirt and stuff like that. So yeah, it's important that you participate in this and then you, and you try to win, fill out those brackets, get them into us and then a uh, vote, vote, vote. Yeah. We're going to important. A lot of the voting is going to be done via social media. So follow us on uh, Instagram, digging at the dome, mm-hmm. digging in the dome, excuse me, digging in the dome, at digging in the dome, um, or Twitter 
digging dome. Digging dome. Because some asshole took me. In the, <laughs> I, I still find that motherfucker. I'd be like, look, you need to leave Twitter. I, I'm going to fucking dox him. <laughs> I'll give you a sticker if you yeah, like have it. May I have? Please give me your um, handle. And and we're also on Facebook too. So same thing. And we'll have voting available there. We'll we compile all the votes. Also on TikTok. Oh fucking Christ! But uh, that's you should be ashamed. I am. <laughs> I got duped into it by my daughter. Duped. I uh, know she's, but she convinced. She's very convincing. Yeah. I said the last. Podcast. So I have a bird flying around your house right now. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Hey, it's better than that's bird. A- it's better than birds flying in your face. Take it from somebody who knows. <laughs> <laughs> giant, giant birds like pterodactyls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scary oh, man. giant deadly oh uh, man. man poor so, kevin god um so here's how we're gonna do it we're going to flip a coin who see who goes first as we always do and um then we're going to spin the topic randomizer mm-hmm. so we're gonna flip the coin it's gonna come up to me or chris whoever gets the first pick of whatever comes up uh, category wise in the topic randomizer yeah and that's how we're gonna go through it so um and then we'll alternate you know, picks uh, right. by going through the topic randomizer wheel. Um, so again, 2000, 2005 mm-hmm. TV movies, um, fads slash trends and music. Yeah. So, you know, the interesting thing too, like, as we talk about, um, the, the, the different, like horribleness that you see. Cause the other thing too, that's really difficult when you're doing this is to like weed through the chafe a little bit, because there were some things in there that I just, I legitimately didn't remember. So part of like your strategy when you're doing something like this is to make sure that you are picking things that people will know. Yeah. Like if you go like too too uh, obscure obscure is like, yeah, especially with the TV shows, because there were some real bad TV shows that like I had never heard of. Um, that people will just be like, what, what the fuck is that? I've never heard of it. So I'm not going to vote for it. Right. Um, but at the same time, some of those are also the absolute worst. It's and if unreal. you hear about them, uh, like the secret diary of Desmond Pfeiffer oh, in the la- in last year's so fucking bad, man. <laughs> or homeboys from outer space. For I, that mean, matter. I don't like you disparaging homeboys from outer space. I particularly <laughs> like that one. I thought that was a fine. I didn't show. say it was, I didn't say it was a bad pick. Oh. I said it was a bad show. It, um, very possibly. Yes. It was a bad um, show. But we're going to get things rolling here. Yeah, I'm gonna, so we're, we're today we're going to do the entire seating. Um, and then over the next few weeks through the month of May, we're going to go through, we're going to reveal the votes, what's advancing, talk about, you know, what, what should have, shouldn't have advanced, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, it'll be quite fun and, and, uh, it'll, it'll certainly hopefully come down to, um, one each of our picks oh, they, they, because last year, last year was, <laughs> did we figure out what the uh, song was it was it music it, no it was uh it was TV it was show. no it was it was a tv show it was, it was it was a, a baby talk ba- oh dude. yeah the oh, the tony man. danza voiced inner monologue of of a baby spin-off tv show so of look who's talking fucking bad versus your uh your net proceeds of $181,000 movie with carrot top chairman of the board. <laughs> People apparently remembered it because they voted for that like a motherfucker. <laughs> so one of the things that I added here, cause I was actually just uh, manipulating the, um, Hey, no manipulating the draft. Manipul- <laughs> you said manipulate. I know but you didn't let me finish the, the next oh, word sorry. was coming out. You cocksucker. Uh, was it cheating? <laughs> no. no, it was not. I'm not lady cheaterly. No, mm-hmm. what I was doing was I was putting in, um, a, uh, one thing on the wheel, and I'll show you in a second, as soon as I finish that. 
And there we go. And okay. All right, that's it. I'm done. Oh, I have to put a title of Stinko. That's the name of the wheel now. All right. <laughs> stinky. Stinky. The stinky wheel. It's the stink. Well, everyone loves that. All right, here we go. So, so we got what we have the- here is yes. it's got fads, TV, movie, music. Ooh, and and host choice. it's got a host choice. Okay. So, so we got an opportunity that so if, if it lands on that, I can pick whatever, or whatever you can pick. You right. So exactly. now I got to flip the coin. All right. So this is to right. determine who's going to first. Spin, spin first and then draft first, right? Uh, so it's just whoever drafts. You can spin it. I don't give a shit. But okay. it's just whoever gets first pick. So it's whatever right. comes whatever up. Whatever comes up. All right, yeah. Ready? So flip it. All right. Yeah. Gotta call it in the air. Yeah. Heads. Fuck. All right. So I get first pick of whatever comes uh, up. Dude, you're so excited because Kevin said earlier that there was something that he wanted to make sure that he had the first pick on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe it'll maybe. land. We'll so see. we're going to see if uh, Kevin spinning, gets his. Spinning, spinning. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, man. Oh, right. Can I see it? Yeah, here All right, we go. Cool. Ready? There we go. Yep. Oh, wait, Jesus. Oh. Sorry, an ad came up. Uh, Chris has put ads in everything, if you haven't noticed from the podcast. Oh, suck my dick. All right, do you want to touch it? Would you no, like, gee, do you want, do no, you want, to, do you want to kiss it? What? Kiss, kiss what? Yeah, just hit it. Uh, right, I'm good ready? with you. Spin yeah, it. Yeah, go, go for it. And go. Come on, give me some of that sweet, sweet pap. Music. Oh, yes. Kevin gets the first pick of music. And by the way, what you're going to see, um, and Kevin, you'll see it too when we're when it's all said and done, is I have a interactive bracket that you're going to see these picks actually pop into as we were taking awesome. them. So, and I'm uh, sure we'll put, uh, you know, clips or pictures oh, or there, yeah. audio, and we're going to we, dump we're all gonna, that we're gonna stuff. We're going to doll it all yeah. up for you. Don't worry so, about it. Ah, oh, man. There's no way I can't do it again. Oh, mother <laughs> of God. Our old friends. Okay, now I got music. 2000, 2005. Our yes. old friends. My first pick last year. And and so it's just, Kevin, if you'd like me to tee it up, what um, song would you oh, like to? Uh, well, well, we'll get there in a second. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. You could, you, could take your cho- you, you could take your choice, but there are two that were in this time period of 2000 to 2005. Ladies and gentlemen, our old friends Nickelback have returned. Nickelback oh, is my first pick. My <laughs> God. For worst of 2000 to 2005. So they were a number one seed in the inaugural. Wow. Jeez, oh man. That's a hard word. Inaugural. Inaugural. They were. Um, so they were formed and released their first album in the 90s. Yep. Hence my pick last year. Yep. But. They achieved prominence in the early 2000s with not one, but two hit songs whoa, whoa, whoa. from so 2000 to 2005. The hit. The, the hit. 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 The hit. The the hit. The hit songs. Two hit songs. They were. They were huge songs. I mean, listen, we've discussed this before. Popularity does not preclude it being terrible. So uh, just because it's it's popular doesn't mean that it's good. There and these a lot of bad. two songs. Uh, the first one being "This Is How You Remind Me" this is in two thousand and two. You remind me, and what could potentially be the worst song of the decade ever? ever. <laughs> photograph Look in two thousand. Photograph. <laughs> Look at it. Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> in two thousand and five, I. I mean, it's practically mandatory per per social law to make fun of Nickelback whenever the opportunity arises. You have to. So yeah, I like, mean, it's they how could I not take them number one? Horrible. Yeah, like it, they they absolutely belong in here. It yes. was literally the first one on my list. Yeah. <laughs> the top. Yep. So f- 2002 
was this is how you remind me and then 2005 was photograph so they were not they were doubly terrible in the in 2000 to 2005 dude it's they're so bad <laughs> and i'm upset that you got music i'm and it's funny too upset. because this is how you remind me looks so much better in comparison to photograph like oh, like i'd rather listen to this is how you remind me a thousand times day, over than any listen day to photograph. listen to, look at this photograph you just <laughs> literally want to just take your car and drive it <laughs> off of a goddamn bridge crash into something and die because they are goddamn terrible mm-hmm. it's nickelback so number one seed fucking in music bad cool um, you're up for two sir mother of god well this is going to be pretty tough but I've, I've got some i got some bad stuff here um I feel like I have to counter the Nickelback. Okay. Um, and the best way to counter a Nickelback is with a Creed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two two for two, back to back. Same picks as last year. Dude. The last not, decade, listen, I mean. I'm not saying Creed is worse than 9-11, but just hear me out for a minute, okay? <laughs> Let's say somebody yes. said, like, presenting you with the ability to go back in time mm-hmm. to September 10th, 2011. Right. Okay? And you will have all the knowledge that you have right now. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah. But. Yes. Every song that you ever hear on the radio will be either the song or no, it will be only be the song higher. Okay. Was it, well, you, it was higher. What? 2000 and like, 2001. It's, it's, it's it, I don't know if that's the song from that. Uh, I don't know if that they were, was higher was in, uh, or was that in the nineties? I don't remember. I don't know. I know like they two, were still, I know it was on the cusp. So I think it was on 2000. Okay. Cause I knew so. they were like, right. It was right around the time when yeah. like they were like getting to the end of their rope. Yes. Um, but they, they were still there. But it was it was closed. The window was closing. Now, now, here's what I want you to think about. This Faustian deal is you can prevent go back in time. OK, prevent 9-11. Yes. You're just, the other part of it is you're going back into your 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 age then. Like, so this is true time travel. You're going to be young Kevin in 2001, September 10th, 2001. Uh-huh. But every song that you hear ever, everybody yes. else can be hearing different music. You can only hear the song higher. <laughs> you would totally do it. But you'd have to think about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would stop it. Just a little. But then I would probably, you know, I'd probably only live another six months because that would drive you insane. You would you, never you would never listen to music ever again. You'd yeah. just put, put earplugs yeah, in. Ladies and gentlemen, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You'd be in the car. It was, you and I would be in the car and you'd be like about to turn the radio on. I'd be like, if you turn that fucking radio on. I swear on, to God, I will kill you. I will pull the I'll pull the mercy break on this. I'm bitch. taking this all out. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, man? It's just fucking, it's fine. Dude, Creed is horrendous. Uh, it's nonsensical, like pseudo religious. Like, uh, they're just, they're, they, they're listen, we talked, we talked about them so much about how they just were like pervasive. And, and, and Scott Stapp, I believe is the name of the lead singer. That's correct. He, he was like, a, he was very much a douchebag. Uh, he was such a dick that, he got in a fight with three eleven, and it, like you, you know how much of an asshole you have to be to to, to like, get in a fist fight with three eleven. They, they, like, all they do is smoke weed and play fucking reggae music, and you're like, "Let's go, motherfucker!" <laughs> we talked. What are you looking at? You don't like Jesus? <laughs> we talked. We talked about it in one of the other podcasts. Like my cousin got my cousin and his sister, my other cousin, they got to go backstage and meet three eleven, and he said they were alarmingly nice. Like he he was like he was like Tim Mahoney was so nice to me. It was like it was kind of off putting 
off-putting because I was like, why isn't he acting like like a rock star? Well, yeah, like he's yeah. just like being the nicest guy in the world. It's really weird. So that's yeah, that's how big of an asshole you are that you get in a fight with three eleven. Yeah, you have yeah. to be a real shit bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's exactly yeah. what they are. So it's an excellent pick. All right, yeah. so you got no, you got one more before it comes back to me. So this is tough <clears throat> because oh, there's two that I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between. Okay. Um, but oh God, do uh, do I go? To go with you, you're going for the votes. Well, it's, well, I think that either one of these so, people are going to be like, boo. But yeah. I'm going to go with the one that I think is more universally hated because they just fucking suck. Okay. The Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> on my list. 100% on my list. Like, literally, oh, the least yeah, talented sure. fucking useless. Literally, is they are just like any like boy band or something that they just got thrown together. It's just a bunch of people that they're not like musicians together. (laughs) They're garbage. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like, let's remake the spice girls, but slutty and insufferable. Yeah. The slutty part I can deal with, but don't be act like you're fucking musicians. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, They dance, they sing, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. They, and here's the worst part. They sold 55 million records. That is, (laughs) infuriating yeah. infuriating there's there's great musicians out there that yeah. if you took all their albums combined and then added them to everybody else in their shitty indie label wouldn't even be a tenth of that here's how bad they were they sold 55 million records their debut album pcd uh, standing for pussycat dolls i'm <laughs> i'm assuming spoiler they had the hit song don't you um, mm. in 2005, basically by latching on to Busta Rhymes, like a, like a team of sucky buses. Yes. Sucky, sucky buses. Sucky by sucky bus. Singular. I hope they're sucky by whatever fucking eating each other's pussies while they're sucking Busta Rhymes. Dick. <laughs> anyway, they were, they were gone by 2009. Done. Four years. Yep. Boom. Boom. Done. Gone. Yeah. All, and, all, all nine of their lives spent. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. They, um, they, the, the lead, I guess the lead vocalist, even though you can't really call them vocalists because they all stink. I can't even say her well, last I mean, name. like, Nicole get- Scherzinger, Scherzinger. Okay. I, sh- yeah. Cheshire cat from the Pussycat Nicole Cheshire. She fucking stinks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at like, destiny's child at least they had fucking beyonce you know what i mean yeah um they had they had some people that like but but that's why i compared them to the spice girls because like who do you pick out of the spice girls who like the lead like who is the best spice girl you know what i mean um i prefer paprika (laughs) sometimes a little cumin will be nice oregano spice now (laughs) saffron can be a little bit much in large doses (laughs) food humor yeah so uh <laughs> so number one seed Nickelback, number two seed Creed, number, number three, three seed the Pussycat, Pussycat Dolls. Re-air. All right, so I'm on for two. Yes, you are, sir. Oh man, and I'm excited for these two. All right, because uh, they were my the one that I wanted. They were next on my. They're the next two on my list. Okay. <clears throat> so number two for me is Train. <laughs> There's a train is the four seed is Nickelback too hardcore for you. Then let me introduce you to train. Oh, <laughs> God damn, man. They are the musical musical equivalent of a melted bowl full of vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they achieved commercial success with their song drops of Jupiter parenthesis 
tell me in 2001. I'd have rather have drops of mercury put into my eyeballs. <laughs> but I mean, you know, those you know a song is terrible when they have to put like one of the lyrics from the song <laughs> in the like after the title. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they'd be like, hey, do you know that song Drops of Jupiter? And like, people are like, no. And then you go, you know, the one that goes, tell me, did you say the cross, the sun? And they yes. go, oh yeah, oh, that, that song fucking sucks. Yes, why are you singing this? I don't like, I like you less now that you said, started knowing the words to that. So yeah, so 2000, 2001, Drops of Jupiter, yeah. parenthesis tell me comes out. I mean, you were comparing uh, 9-11 to have, and have to listen to, to Creed on repeat. Yeah, for sure. When given the choice to be hit by or listen to Train, you, would, by. you would definitely have to think about it. Yeah, as soon as I... Yeah, <laughs> hit by soon, Train or listen oh, to Train. <laughs> I'd be like this. I'd be like, huh? Lean in a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Train sucks. So, yeah, Train, yeah, train is great Train pick. is really bad. Oh, it's definitely on my list. And I guarantee you, if we do 2006 to 2010, which they'll we be, will... They'll be back. Yes. <laughs> Listen, some of these shit bands are like boomerangs. They just keep on coming back around again. So oh. don't be surprised. So that was a great pick. What else All right. you got? What's oh, next? Oh, man. So the five seed. Oh, boy. Oh, man. This is a good one because they could have qualified mm-hmm. for the 90s draft. And I was surprised that they didn't. Because when they achieved commercial success with their songs, Walking on the Sun, oh, All Star in 1999. It hurts your stomach. Smash Mouth <laughs> has continued to carry on success into the 2000s. Well, let me tell you, uh, we're going to take a second here to tell you a little story about a conference that I went to. <laughs> okay. So, so sometimes what happens is when you've got a thousand people. Uh, that are going to a beautiful island resort. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to entertain them, but you got a thousand yeah. people. So, you know, we're fiscally responsible. We got a very nice margin, nice dividend. Yeah, man. There's a reason for that. We're gotta, not buying. Got to keep getting- that. Got to keep that Arissa large, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I don't want Beyonce. That's going to be extremely expensive yes. along with a thousand other motherfuckers. I got to feed and yeah, booze up. Yep. Well, guess what? They said, who can we get on this tier? And that tier is way down here. <laughs> and it was Smash Mouth. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about that is we the, the, the musical guest, as it often is, is a mystery. Yep. Right. So we don't know who's going to be coming and doing a little concert for us. So we've had a lot of people. We've had Sugar Ray there. Right. You know, we had um, Florida. Flo Rida. We had Fits in the Tantrums. Yeah. Like we had some pretty good acts. And then we had Smash Mouth. But we didn't know Smash Mouth. It was Smash Mouth. So everyone, like, as we're like mulling around the pool during the day drinking, uh, you know, sessions that we were having, we're like, who do you think it is? And then all of a sudden, someone's like, oh no, they were on Twitter and they show a picture of Smash Mouth on their plane and like, on our way to the Bahamas. And we were all like, no, <laughs> no! right. <laughs> so all of a sudden, so Smash Mouth shows up. Yes. And they play uh, a concert for us. Yes. If you can call it that. Yeah. And Everybody was like this. So the lead singer whose name escapes me, I, I'm not going to look it up. because right. I don't remember his stupid head. <laughs> he looked like a like a old like an uncle. Right. And he was drinking red wine. He had red wine. He's like, <laughs> somebody, what are you looking at? Well, I'm an all star. 
Like, uh, literally, it was embarrassingly bad. Everyone left. There was, like, five <laughs> people left in there. They were playing to a room of, like, five because they suck so bad. So the reason Fuck that they them. qualify for the 2000s, even though they qualified for the 90s, and we didn't pick them, which is surprising to me. Yeah. Um, but the reason, because that was, because Walking on the Sun and All-Star were, like, ni- uh, 1997 and 99, respectively, I think. Somewhere yep. around the neighborhood. But in 2001... They released the cover for the monkeys. I'm a believer, which we'll put in, put in that was here. from the movie Shrek in yeah, 2001. Gonna, so Kevin just effectively ruined your day because <laughs> that song is going to pop in now, and you're going to hear it and be really mad at him. So just imagine, should be just imagine that one of your most popular songs is a cover of a song written by a pseudo fake TV show band from the sixties. And you had to share the chorus with Eddie Murphy playing a talking donkey. (laughs) I would rather hear Eddie Murphy singing as a talking donkey. than I'd rather hear Mr. Randy Watson, (laughs) another Eddie Murphy character than stupid smash. Oh man, that is just, that that is just peak terribleness, right? Awful. They deserved to be picked in the nineties and they weren't. So I'm certainly taking them here. Well, so, We have Nickelback, Creed, one seed, Creed, two seed, Pussycat Dolls, three seed, Train, four seed, Smash Mouth, five seed. So you're on for the six and seven and then back to me for the final eight seed. So, of course, this is very hard Mm. because there's a lot of bad. Yes. But I got to say, one of those songs that just sticks in your head, Mm -hmm. um, and is uh, we're gonna s- stick in the rock genre here a little bit. Okay. Is Papa Roach <laughs> <laughs> cut my life into pieces? This is my last big door. <laughs> How bad is Papa Roach, dude? I liked that song when it came out, dude. I loved it. But now, oh man, embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure are. People hate Papa Roach, and for good reason. They fucking suck. <laughs> Besides that shit song that I just sang that everybody hates, what other songs do you know I don't by know, them? Man. It's zero. <laughs> They're terrible. And they deserve to be in this draft. Oh man, I'm gonna confess, not on my list. I'm shocked. Yeah, there was a lot of bad, mind yeah. you, a lot of bad. Um, yeah, kind of steered away from the. Uh, after my Limp Biscuit pick, uh, oh yeah, la- last, yeah that was, last, that was, yeah, that was the last stick yeah. of Mayo. I kind of steer clear from the new metal because pe- people people seem to s- still like that. It's, it's kind of holding on. It's coming back a little bit. I don't know. I'm um, pretty sure people aren't going to like uh, uh, Papa Roach or Nickelback or <laughs> Papa Roach is a oh man. I I'm Eesh. not. I mean, I, I I like that song when it came out, man. But I'm that's not going to lie. That band fucking sucks. <laughs> Um, now this one was relatively easy and this is going to be a popular slash unpopular, uh, choice here. Okay. And it's going to be interesting because I think that the, the crowd's going to be divided on this one a teeny bit, but most people I think are going to really jump into this. This is a, definitely a crowd pick. Okay. The Jonas brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell wow. you, that's good. Oh man. I don't know, man. You're not going to get the, you're not going to get the female vote on that one. I 
I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you said, you said, so what you don't realize is the Jonas Brothers have had much more commercial success now as they're doing other stuff right, individually. Yeah. This is just yes. that incant- that incarnation of them, the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, it's um, like we, I took Hanson last last time and, and Han- they went they really went. far. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> they're, you know, they're the new Hanson. <laughs> they are. And, and they're again, they're they're a. Um, uh, are, are they good actors? I don't know. Maybe there's some things I've seen. Uh, what's his nuts in Nick Jonas that he's okay, I guess. Right. Yeah. They were formed on, but just remember this. Okay. They were formed in 2005, basically from a Disney channel show. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's they, a like, lot. That's a lot of those Kevin, Joe and band, Nick. Yeah. Those bands came together from, you know, I mean, you think you look at Justin Timberlake came from Disney channel, uh, fucking, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Britney Spears came from Disney Channel. Yeah, Zendaya. There's like all uh, kinds of people, like Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Montana. Montana. Tony, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. She take a quail. She love me again. Wow. So Jonas Brothers, huh? I'm surprised, man. Again, not on my list. I, I'm telling you, I think that you underestimate how many people hate the goddamn Jonas Brothers. Uh, I, maybe I do, man. You you could be on to something here. I mean, I was we were shocked how far Hanson went. In Hanson the, went deep in um, the attorney. All right. So you got for uh, your, uh, my last, last pick. Round it out. So I am so surprised that you didn't take this because I thought for sure you were going to take it with your last pick. Which one? Um, Or with your last two picks. Um, because we've talked about them relatively recently mm, and that is that. puddle of mud. I had them on there. <laughs> I actually opted. I, I skipped more I said, like puddle of diarrhea. <laughs> they are real bad and they were high on the list, but I decided going to go to Papa Roach works. Cause I heard that song. This like, I'm like, Oh no, I can't. I have to. So easily one of the most unlikable bands with easily one of the most unlikable front men. Terrible. Puddle of Mud had not one but two huge songs in 2001. It's unreal. She Hates Me and and Blurry. And you'll hear them. Yeah. So well, no fucking shit she hates you. Yes. (laughs) Everybody hates you. We all hate you. Let me tell you folks and Chris, I'm sure we'll put this in because this is why we had recently discussed them. Go watch Go, I dare you try and watch them cover about a girl by Nirvana. Oh my Lord. I <laughs> made a mistake. Yeah. I should have picked them that I will put that it in. Is, and let me tell you something. It's this, one of the most excruciating things you'll watch in your entire life. I promise you. Fu- I cannot believe this is what happens, man. When you get older, <laughs> you get lo- when you get lost in the, in the shuffle of all the bad, it's I, like an avalanche dude, of bad. I cannot believe. Cause I remember looking at that and, uh, you'll see it. In His minute, guys. beat it is, red, scrunched up face. It like is the like worst <laughs> shit you have ever heard. It is the. It is. If I wish that that we speak, we talked about the Easter draft about somebody coming back from the dead. I wish that that performance made Kurt Cobain, his headless Who? corpse, Kurt Cobain, come back and just fucking <laughs> and, and stab that son of a bitch because it was so. You'll see.
so bad. Um, and I'm mad. I'm so fucking upset I'm that so, I did not d- take it. He, his his screeching attempt at singing that song is what, Scanlan? one of the worst things. Dude, they're awful. What? Awful, awful. They are such a strong eight seed, and they're going to go against Nickelback. And That's, they, they may win. They, they may could win. potentially they be. Can, I will not be surprised. <laughs> Especially, listen, this is the, the sad part about it. And Kevin, this is a brilliant strategy by you. He <laughs> knows that now I'm going to put that video in there. You're going to hear that and realize just how bad they are. And that yeah. may be able to fuel them through like two or three rounds of this thing. And that's relatively recently that they did that. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. So go back like, and look at their It's old, so their bad. Old. And you're like, oh my God. Then it would go. By the way, the other thing that really is interesting about that about this band is when they came into prominence, when they like hit the scene, the person to discover them was none other than <laughs> Limp Biscuits Fred Durst. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. He then. sent his, uh, Scantlin sent his demo tape into him to get him, uh, to get him noticed and oh, noticed it, it got him. Boy, yeah, oh shit boy. definitely can smell out shit apparently. <laughs> Because he was, it's like, you know what? I like you. I like your style. Oh, Yick. man. Ah. So I'm, I'm tight. I'm putting all this down on paper yep, here. I, yeah, I got it too. Um, so so uh, while we're doing that, so with some people that didn't make the cut that I had that. Yeah. I, yeah. Talk, talk it through. Well, so I have one. I, one I had that I really was struggling with, honestly, was Buck Cherry. Oh, Buck Cherry was on my list. They're Buck on, Cherry's they're bad. On my, they're on my list. Yeah, man. They Buck? had they they had that. they had what that, that time bomb song. It's oh. t- the girls a time bomb. No, that that's not. Time, oh, no, 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 time no, you're right. Rancid. What are you talking about? Not ta- no, 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 <laughs> not time bomb. Oh wait, not, time bomb rancid. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Let's see, Buck Cherry. No, Buck Cherry was a hey, you're crazy bitch, and you fuck so good I'm on top of it. And then I love the cocaine. I, I love, love the cocaine. cocaine. Da, da. That's Buck Cherry. Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They're well. I don't know why I thought of that song. I Jeez. thought they sang. Tang- I think maybe they covered it. Dude, time bomb's it. a great song. No, time bomb is an awesome song. I'm saying that I think they may have covered it and oh, ruined that, it. Oh, that's very because we just talked about puddle of mud fucking up about a girl i think that i saw that and it just stuck in my head but uh yeah their um, songs fucking stink um so they were they were definitely on my list didn't make it though um so uh the list so far one seed nickelback two seed creed three seed pussycat dolls four seed train five seed smash mouth six seed papa roach seven seed was uh i apologize i didn't get there 17 was the jonas brothers uh jonas brothers and then uh, eight was puddle of mud so we always, we have a history of strong eight seeds do you notice that chairman of the board that won yep, was an eight seed yep so here's what's weird about this time frame mm-hmm. so and it's very much in the vein of puddle of mud yep there were so many bands that were like I got to the, well, I got to the end of my research. I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I don't, there's I don't, too much. I don't, I didn't know what the hell was going on in the early 2000s. Nickelback train, puddle of mud, matchbox 20, three doors down, yep. maroon five, I had them. savage garden, yep. life house, yep. vertical horizon. They're all the same goddamn band. Yeah, it's like they just literally hit a cloning machine, but this is, which is pretty standard for the industry. They start to get like, a, a and they're lane. all huge hits, huge hits. Like matchbox 20 had three monster oh hits. And then, and then Rob Thomas went on yeah, to do then, like, yeah, like that you're so Carlos Santana, <laughs> maybe one of the biggest songs ever. So like you take, but if you had told me that, that three doors down sang one of the matchbox 20 songs, I I would, would, I would never know. I would never know. Yeah. By by the way, Maroon five. So yeah. Jason Mraz was in there. 
Jessica Simpson started in that range. <laughs> Fucking Kellis the milkshaker. My milkshake brings out the girl to the yacht. Uh, that she's no, in there. Uh, in the vein of, um, in the vein of uh, your your pick of Papa Roach, Good Charlotte. Oh God, yeah. Bad Charlotte. No. So like they had the song about uh, you know uh, how lifestyles of the rich and the famous uh. always complaining, and then they proceeded to <laughs> marry Nicole Richie and Cameron Diaz, respectively. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Yes. Yeah, we're against them, but we're going to marry two of the richest, most famous people you can right. ever imagine. That's what's right. You, well, it was a, it was a brilliant strategy. They were negging them. It was <laughs> they were like saying, "No, nah, girl, you're fucking trash." But um, why don't and, you come back to my place? <laughs> uh, and also uh, in the in the hip hop. Uh, oh yeah, genre. Of those. Uh, Black Eyed Peas. Oh yeah. Oh man. Once they got into Fergie, Ooh. once they got into Fergie Town, oh man, did they go you, back. You could look at that. And be like, mm. <laughs> By the way, Ki- listen, Kid Rock, who has got oh plenty in that area, man. he's also yeah in that yeah. area. And, uh, but look, in fairness, Kid Rock was an honorable mention. At mm-hmm. least you tried. Mm-hmm. We didn't choose you, but dude. You were fucking on my list. Yeah. I got news for you. Yeah. I mean, Three Doors Down was uh, the next on my list. Kryptonite. Savage Garden I had. Oh, man. I had Cisco, but he only had like one song. I couldn't Three Doors it. Down went quadruple platinum with Kryptonite and Here Without You. Here without you, baby. I, I wish they. I, we, I wish we were here without them. I wish they were somewhere else. Well, Fuck good news. That. Two out of the three original members either ended up dead or in jail because of Oxy. Yay! <laughs> there you go. Close out the music yes. on a win. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. 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 <laughs> Yay. Hey. All right. All right. We're on to the next category. All right. So now it's my turn. Is your, you pick first, and now spin for you. Here we go. And a go. And if it shows up music, you just spin it again. again. Yeah. Oh, baby. Come on. Stay on it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Post choice. So. Mm. So you have three to choose from. Movies, See, I feel TV, like, or feds. Here's my dilemma, folks, and I'll make this quick. Kevin disclosed to me earlier that he really wants to first pick in a specific category. So my 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 gut is telling me maybe choose that. However, maybe, there is some really bad. That's why I might not do it. <laughs> So I think that I'm going to take it safe and go with movies. That's a good. I mean, you have to, man. I would pick movies if I had the first pick. Yes. Oh, boy. I am curious to see if you have the same first pick as me in this. Listen, because there is so many bad movies from the 2000 to 2005 range. Unbelievable amounts of bad. We discussed only doing movies and TV and just doing 16, plenty, 16 on movies, plenty, 16 on TV. But we had to get music in there. It's. It's really, really, it's really, really bad. bad. Yeah. So I'm between two, but I think that I, I, I got to do the practical pick. And again, probably the, um, the, I guess, what would you call it? The, the, the crowd pleasing pick yes. here, because this movie was critically panned uh-huh. 2003. Yes. One of the worst movies in the history of history okay starring ben affleck <laughs> al pacino <laughs> it's on my list and jennifer lopez and that is geely yes the number one <laughs> pick and there's a lot that i could choose for number one but that one was oh. so goddamn bad i had to choose Jeez, it. oh man what a fucking 
dog shit movie. What a dumb. It's a first of all. All right, so let's just the cast is incredible, and on the, the, pre- the on the, the surface, yeah, and the premise isn't. So you have J Lo, Ben Affleck, Christopher Walken, Al Pacino. I mean, this is the movie that killed Benifer. Remember? Oh, this the, is, yeah, this is what did it. Yeah, this murdered Benifer. Yeah, um, he was getting fucking. He was like, "Hey, what's up, girl?" <laughs> so for people who don't know, it's your pick. So you, you yeah, fill, I'll, you, I'll, you, will, you fill me in. I'll fill in the gaps. Yeah, listen. So again, two thousand three movie. Um, some of the reviews, just to give you a little bit of a flavor for it, which is pretty rough, is um, there is truly no reason to see this film. <laughs> Zero out of four stars. <laughs> the film isn't just bad. It's jaw droppingly bad. <laughs> F. <laughs> it's like the first draft of a one set play that Neil Simon wisely abandoned and which then handed to Quentin Tarantino to spice up. It so- is god fucking awful it is horrific so the premise of the movie was ben affleck was hired by a crime boss to kidnap the brother of a prominent district attorney and jayla was basically sent to watch watch him him. so he doesn't mess up the job and they fall blah 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 blah. it's a it's a rom-com so right off the bat in a a hitman uh umbrella um do you happen to know uh what the budget was versus how much it made i know how much it made what was the budget? I'll do. I'll fill in the blanks on that. Seventy-five million. So unfortunately, um, <laughs> this movie made domestically five point seven million. <laughs> which, if you don't, I mean, I am no um, uh, mathematician. That sounds like maybe one of the biggest bombs ever. <laughs> yes, it is. A bunch of actors got paid lots of money, were embarrassed, and said, Whew, let's never talk about it that again. It is largely regarded as one of the biggest bo- box office bombs in ever. history. So another interesting fact, uh, Martin Brest, um, who made, not titties, oh. but Brest, um, made such classics as Beverly Hills Cop, Midnight Run, and Sen of a Woman. He made this movie and he never made another movie again, which he shouldn't. Um, <laughs> it literally killed his career. Midnight Run might be one of the best movies ever. And, and yeah, brilliant. Son of a woman won like all kinds of fucking Oscars. awards. One <laughs> of these for Pacino, who's in this movie, who's part of this amazing cast that I, the, 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 the content and the direction had to have been so fucking bad that that was that like you just couldn't. One so. of the reviews that I wrote down for my, cause it was on my list mm-hmm. was uh, Liam Lacey from the globe and mail said a hypnotic black hole of a movie that sucks <laughs> reputations, careers and goodwill down its vortex. We often talk about, and I mean, we'll see, I'm sure as we get through this, um, especially the entertainment components of um, this draft, you're going to find that people that make these kinds of mistakes, the really good people like, okay, JLo, was just in a movie called Hustlers that got critically acclaimed. It was yep. a really good movie. Ben, ben Affleck's Affleck been was in fucking Batman things. Yeah, he's recently. Been, he was in Argo even, after this. Yeah, even if he wasn't good in Batman, he was Argo. Um, what was the one he did with uh, Casey Affleck uh, where the, the girl got kidnapped? Is it the town? No, no, no. That's uh, Gone, uh, girl, gone, gone girl. girl. Gone Girl. No, yes. no, wait, no. He was in Gone Girl, too. I, and gone, gone Baby uh, Gone, right? Gone Baby like Gone. That was a, yeah, that was a good something one gone. So Ben Affleck. They survived. J-Lo. You're not going to fuck with Pacino. He was in the fucking Godfather. He gets like literally he could he could shit like in front of a camera for for 60 minutes and people be like i don't know where he's going but i loved him in fucking son of a woman so uh we're gonna get let this one pass and walk in but and walk in but everybody else i guarantee you if we start going through these people and see what their careers it's gonna be barista uh dead dead 
other barista. Like that's well, we talked about killing Martin Brass's career, and he made three incredible movies before this, and he never made another movie again. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I should maybe I should just quit while I'm ahead. Seriously. <laughs> All right. So I got two now, two. My, my man. All right. So I'm excited because my number one pick's still there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, well, I, I got to guess as to which which ones it could be. Oh, all right. And it's not the one I texted you about yesterday. No, um, I, that's I, not my number one. That's pick, a bad but one. It's on the list. But yep, same here. This one, I had to take it as my number one pick. And that is 2000s Battlefield Earth. <laughs> so if you guys are a fan of giant John Travolta with dreadlocks, in a sci-fi movie based around a religion that's not real. <laughs> so John Travolta plays an alien that looks like a Rastafarian yes. in a science fiction movie based on the 1982 book by L. Ron Hubbard, the creator of Scientology. And I feel like if you hear that sentence, <laughs> you know this is going to be a terrible yes. movie. Yes, <laughs> listen. He looked like a Ross fight. Fucking Chet Hanks, white boy apocalypse. <laughs> Dude, Travolta fought for years to get this movie made. No one will make it until he paid like millions of dollars out of his own pocket to co-produce it. He said, and I'm he going to do this thing. And he had to co-produce it with an indie German film company, which is fitting because this is Scheiser porn. Yeah. At its finest. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's like, so uh, what, what do you <laughs> think uh, about the movie time? Doing Scheiser again. Okay, yes, okay. Cool. Uh, I like this idea. Yes. So it won worst movie of the decade for 2000 to 2010 so from the Razzies. Yep. It is largely considered one of the worst movies, if Ever. not the worst movie Ever. of all time. Um, Rita Kempley from the Washington Post said a million monkeys with a million crayons <laughs> would be hard pressed in a million years to create anything as cretinous as Battlefield Earth. And then David Edelstein said from Slate said a picture that will be hailed without controversy as the worst of its kind ever made. Well, let's just and again. We oftentimes, and we, we've done this in the past, and of course we did it just a second ago, we'll say again, this movie had a budget of $73 million, uh-huh. and their um, total uh, gross was $21 million. It was totally gross, all right. Because I'm sure there's people that are like the, the religious element of Scientology were probably like, oh, let's go see it, but like – $21 million yeah. on a $73 million film. Bamaru. Yeah, it's it's uh, and, and nobody liked it. 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Like just God. Yeah. All right, so. Campy and poorly acted. <laughs> Battlefield Earth is a stunningly misguided, aggressively bad sci fi folly. Ouch. <laughs> so bad oh. Travolta was reading that while he's getting massaged by a man it's like so rub it, lower it has a nine out of a hundred on Metacritic terrible um as does my second pick all right which you're gonna be so mad because it is a sequel to one of your picks I know from the Cinco de Mayo oh draft. I know it it is super babies oh baby geniuses too now listen which came out in 2004 also a nine out of a hundred the sequel to inaugural Stinko de Mayo pick Baby Geniuses, John Voight and Scott Bayo star in a oh, movie. Oh, John Voight. Yeah. So John Voight. National treasure, John Voight. Do you know Is what? he a national treasure anymore? Well, I don't think so. But here's the I mean, problem. just because he made Angelina Jolie doesn't make him a national no, treasure. That is not why John Voight. John Voight is a fantastic actor. He's been, yes. on, been in iconic He's movies. also a lunatic now. 
I didn't save right now. I'm talking about then. He was in Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. Dude, yeah, he like was. he's in Deliverance. He's in like some iconic movies in iconic rules. I, and I believe, he's in Super Babies, <laughs> Baby Geniuses too. Listen, you have a mortgage. What are yes. you fucking? Come on, man. Be nice Gotta, to John. <laughs> uh, would you care to explain the premise of Baby Geniuses? Or like, Dude, uh, Baby uh, Genius Two, right. a movie that deserved no sequel for no, re- no yeah, reason. Here's what I would here, here's what I would ask you to do. Go back to last year's Stinko de Mayo and listen to the plot of that movie. That's the plot of this movie. Yeah, so it's, it's the same fucking thing. A bunch of talking babies, babies with basically. Oh, these ones have superpowers. Now. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> super baby geniuses. Yeah. Now they're super babies. They were water baby geniuses. Now they have superpowers. It, Can I just point it, out? It, do you know how dangerous super baby geniuses yeah. would be? Because they have no like sense of anything. They they don't know like you know fucking firing laser beam eyes at a building is a bad thing. They're just like you, you brought this up. Uh, in the original Stinko de Mayo, you actually brought this movie up when you drafted the original Baby Geniuses. You said the sequel has a picture of a child shooting lightning out of his face. That's right. <laughs> so, Baby Geniuses 2. Um, it won the worst picture award from the Razzies. And it should have. Um, and it was the last picture directed by Bob Clark before he died, which is fitting. <laughs> this definitely killed him. Those super babies took him out. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it has the rare 0% approval. It's there was very rare. not one positive review. Joanne Kaufman from the Washington Post called it the unspeakably ghastly sequel to the merely ghastly original. Can I, can I just pose a theory here for a minute? Yes. Hold on. I got one more. Okay, go ahead. Lou Lemenick from the New York Post called it spectacularly awful. Um, so, so that is Super Babies, Baby Geniuses too. Yes, uh, in Metacritic it said it's got a score of nine out of a hundred. Yes, and it's tied said, with Battlefield Earth for the film's moral. Of- turn off the TV, youngins, and go outside and play and avoid Super Babies. <laughs> Always, I avoid mean, super listen, babies. it's pragmatic advice. Right. But I'd like to to um, just put out there that maybe maybe there was other influences involved here, because um, in previous uh, podcasts, we've talked about the danger of Scott Baio. And he is the second in command here on this video, yes. this movie. So Scott Baio being involved in something either, you know, it, it leads to bad things, as we've seen in the past. 100 percent. All right. You're on for two. You're on for the fourth seed and the fifth seed. <sighs> One I know right off the bat I have to take okay. because it's one of my least favorite things that has that has ever existed ever. Okay, and it's the movie <clears throat> from Justin to Kelly. Percent uh, <laughs> on my list. It was on your list yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, the the crazy part is that some people on that listen to this podcast will be like, "Who's Justin and who's Kelly, and why are they so terrible?" So Kevin. Justin Timberlake? No. Nope. Kelly Clarkson? Uh, yes, it's Kelly Clarkson. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so this actually, that failed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I meant Kelly, uh, from anybody, anybody Kelly. Who's Kelly? <laughs> Who is it? Uh, it's Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini, Philadelphia's own Justin Guarini, also known as Sweet from the Dr. Pepper commercials. <laughs> That's where he's Little at now. Sweet. <laughs> so as you can see, his budding film career didn't work out for him because now. <laughs> Bitch, I wish I was in Dr. Pepper commercials. <laughs> I mean, but we didn't decide to make from this piece of shit oh, from man. Justin to Kelly, which is t- t- terrible. Yep, 2003. 
14 out of 100 on Metacritic. Garbage. I mean, so do you they, need they it? Took, do you, they do you, took people that were boy, were they boyfriend and girlfriend? No, they were the, the first two. No, they were the first two American Idol contestants and they just mashed them together into some pseudo fake love story. Like, no, they weren't dating at the time. He was just the runner up. She won American Idol. It was basically just a giant commercial for American Idol. I'm like, do you need ever need even more of an example that re- re- reality television is the bane of existence? It, it is the worst thing ever. <laughs> so listen to this. A waitress from Texas and a college student from Pennsylvania during spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, come together and they share their love of singing, which literally, if you wanted to find a way, if that if there was if I was a vampire, garlic, holy water, yeah. like that's what that is to me. Oh, great. I'm going to go watch a rom-com with these two fucking assholes <laughs> that are good, that they share their love of singing. Oh, it's not just a rom-com. It is considered a musical. <laughs> It's actually a musical. They were singing throughout this. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And the miracle is that both of them survived this and and have careers like Kelly Clarkson's super famous. We've we've already established. So there there are things that happen sometimes when we talk about things like bad movies or something like that, bad TV shows. And sometimes what happens is that you excel. You sent me that. I'll throw that that clip in here. The. Jason Bateman TV show that was a spinoff of something. Oh, it was a spinoff of Silver Spoons. Right. And what was it called? Oh, it was some checkmate or something. Yeah, it was some the next move or your next move or whatever. I had a checkerboard in the background of the opening. I think we talked we talked about it when we talked to to Sarah Tolomash. So it'll it'll be in that episode. It'll be the next next episode. But yeah, honestly, just goddamn awful, right? So the uh the, the reviews were not very uh oh yeah let's get not into very those kind. more than anything from justin to kelly needs simon cowell the fort tongue fort tongued idol judge who gives the show its only sliver of tension <laughs> so obviously this was a dull yeah just one of those films a bottomless well of snark fodder that may come and go in the theaters but will surely be spun innumerable times on dvd so people will be like basically laughing at the shit arguably the most insipid movie released so far this century <laughs> in uh in 2005 it won the razzie for the worst musical in our 25 years it's <laughs> from the razzies terrible yeah it's it's awful 100 percent on my list it's a it's a fantastic pick now uh, your next pick kevin yes had said something about this and uh i i, I have to respectfully disagree with him i have to have this in the actual tournament. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you the room. Our <laughs> number four pick. Oh yeah. I don't blame you. I didn't I have- was surprised that when you said, I'm not going to take it because I was like, that is probably one of the worst movies ever. I'll tell you why. All right. Good. One. It, I never, I never heard of it really until, you know, it was, it got, the remake slash light shined on it that actually ended up winning a frigging Oscar, uh, mm-hmm. in, in the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, I, I never knew about it. And now that that happened, it's got this like cult film status, like how, you know, people go and, and go see Rocky horror picture show sure. at theaters. You know, the room has gotten that kind of, it's so bad that it's that people will actually seek it out now. Like, any but of nobody because, seeking but, out from justice, but Justin to Kelly and, and having it a, be in a cult status is not. But the point is that. But it, is it a it, terrible movie? 
A hundred percent. It's not just a terrible. I, I mean, you have to really appreciate the nuance. It's so bad. Oh yeah. That they made a movie with James Franco and Seth Rogen called The Disaster Artist. Yes. Because this movie was a disaster. <laughs> this guy has a weird accent that we can't really figure out. Hi, Mark. He's like, yeah, I, I, he's like, get the fucking. Yeah, I just he just took his own money and a bunch of money. He's like, fuck it, I'm making a movie. And but but he's the worst actor like ever ever. Did you ever see? And I'll throw it in here. Um, his uh tryout for the Joker. Oh no. Hi, this is Tommy Wesso, creator of the room. Let me introduce you to the new Joker. Ah! Ah! Yeah, we rolling. Tommy Joker tape, tape two, two kilo. What doesn't kill you make you stranger. <laughs> ah! Joker. It's simple. We killed the Batman. <laughs> Have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight? Did you? No, but I did. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. I will show up. I'm, I'm telling you, it is it is an abomination. And but the, the, them like like just the that the not understanding that you don't have to acknowledge the people in the room when you leave the room. You yes. know what I mean? He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> you okay, know, I'm yeah, leaving like, now. <laughs> it's like, every as time you can tell, I'm walking out the door <laughs> so, to this side. So bad. Yeah, dude, it got a nine on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. A nine. Yeah. That's, that's battlefield earth territory right there. Yes. That is baby geniuses to territory nine out of a hundred. Yeah. It's, it's literally everyone's just, everyone understood. I mean, if he made it, and if you've ever heard him interviewed, you would know that it's, he did not make it to be ironic. It no, would be hilarious. He thought he was making the greatest movie ever. He was not. There's a video game called uh, Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Um, their third, oh, yeah. their sure. third iteration, Borderlands Three. They actually had like a side mission mm-hmm. where this guy was like basically playing um, the 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 character of uh, what, what's his name that made the movie made this movie uh, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. So he's basically par- playing the character of him. And you have to like go find his like movie clips to put together to, get, <laughs> to make his great. his great movie. It's hilarious. Oh, if, you, if you're a dude. gamer and you play Borderlands, it's you'll know what I'm talking about. It's friggin hilarious. So um, any reviews on that garbage? Oh, pile? oh plenty. <laughs> it is in short the the nay plus ultra of crap. A trash masterpiece. <laughs> a trash masterpiece. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's fantastic. To make a movie that's so bad it's good, you need vision, drive, luck, and obsessive vanity. Fortuitously, the room's writer, producer, director, star, Tommy Wiseau, appears to possess all of these qualities combined with a total lack of acting talent. <laughs> that is a backhanded compliment yes. if I've ever seen one in my entire life. A hundred percent. It's a good pick, man. I I like I I only I only removed it because it achieved cult status. That's the only reason I didn't take it. It's, but um, it's still on the surface. Oh, yeah. and it's still one of the worst movies ever made. It's horrible. Um, well, I'm glad you took that because it lets me take this, um, which was next on my list. Um, do you like Dana Carvey from Wayne's World and Saturday Night Live? Then you will hate this. Do you hate Dana Carvey? Well, then you will hate this even more. I'm talking about... 2002's Master, Master of Disguise. Disguise. 
12 out of 100. It didn't even deserve that. I would have given it like negative something. It's so fucking bad. If you've ever seen it, like, so. So if you, hold on. If you Google Master of Disguise, you will get from the people also ask section, Mm -hmm. why is Master of Disguise so bad? And is Master of Disguise the worst movie ever? (laughs) So it got a 1% of Rotten Tomatoes, (laughs) which I think is a. 0% 0% 0% was an accomplishment. Was, was a, yeah, 0% was, by the way, 0% could be trolling. 1% I have more faith that somebody was like, "Oh, no, it's for me." You know? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's like, what the fuck, man? Dude, Dana Carvey plays a character named and I'm not fucking making this up. This is his character's name. Pistachio Disguise. Pistachio in, in a movie called Master of Disguise, his last name is Disguise. Uh, a waiter at his father Fabrizio's Italian restaurant who possesses an uncanny knack for mimicry. It is <laughs> so goddamn bad. Kevin fucking nailed it. <laughs> what he doesn't know is his talent is genetic and he's a descendant from a long line of masters of disguise who have all inherited the secret family gift known as, and I shit you not, Energico. So they basically just Italianed up Yo. words energy and disguise. Yes. <laughs> He's got the gabagool. <laughs> and, 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 and made his first name. <laughs> his first name's Pistachio. And he Fuck. works in an Italian restaurant. Why isn't this movie getting canceled? <laughs> There's racists against my people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, man. I challenge you to watch 30 minutes of this movie. It's only 65 minutes long. I swear to God. No, and then then the credits are uh, like, they made like 25 minutes credits to make it 90 minutes long. I'm not kidding. It is so goddamn bad. Dude, you are the worst movies. You will claw your own eyes out and stuff them in your ears. Here's here's what happened. Poor, poor Dana Carvey. And what was Wayne's world? Wayne's World was in the 90s. It was in the 90s, early, right? Yeah, early to mid-90s. And Wayne's plus, World, Wayne's World 2, and he was on Saturday Night yeah, Live. So like, you know, like, yeah, he's doing, I mean, like, people loved his characters, the 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 church lady dude, and all that stuff. he was the Three stuff. Amigos. I, no, no, he wasn't no, Three what? Amigos. Martin Short was, a, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. What's going on over there? I don't know. I thought about Martin Short. <laughs> um, but this fucker, like, literally had to find something to do. And he decided, let's, who looks at a script where your name is Pistachio Disguisey and says, <laughs> Disguisey. you know what? This is the one. I'm I wish it was Despisey because I despise this movie. Yes. Yes. I wish someone disguised this as something else. <laughs> so trash. Um, Keith Phipps from the AV club says it's a film about as funny as a seeping wound. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear from a top critic. Oh man. Yeah, it's bad. Like he's, it, it's a, it's a misfire. This misfiring disaster shows just how overestimated Carvey's writing and acting talent has been. Yeah. That is a big ouch. Yeah, that is, that's rough. Oof. So. Goddamn. My next pick, which will be the seven seed before we move on to you for the eighth and final uh, pick. Don't take mine. I'm going to stick with the cast of Saturday Night Live. Do you like Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop and Saturday Night Live? I do. Then you will hate this. Do you hate Eddie Murphy? Then you will hate this even more. Which is? 2002's The Adventures of Pluto Nash. (laughs) A 12 out of 100 on Metacritic. Terrible, man. (sighs) 
A waste of time, talent, and money. Pluto Nash stars Eddie Murphy as a nightclub owner on the moon in 2087 that is in hot water because he won't sell his club to quote unquote lunar gangsters. Hey, moon gangsters. Yes. We're whalers on the moon. We're we carry a harpoon. Well, no, I'm thinking about the actual, like the, the fucking, uh, the, uh, robot mafia. <laughs> My name's Lotto. It's got grit. It's got street cred. Yeah. Like, uh, the, like clamps. <laughs> clamps. Don't call them clamps. Mm. So the cast, ready? Randy Quaid, Rosario Dawson, Luis Guzman, Jay Moore, Eddie Oof. Murphy. It's basically like a, a, a sea of amazing comedians. Yes. It All could, with the worst material it ever to couldn't work with. save <laughs> this meteor of feces from rocketing into the earth. Adventures so of Pluto bad. Nash is one of the worst movies. And you back to back that up in the same year with with Master of Disguise from Dana Carvey. You have two of the worst movies in the same year from SNL cast members. That's bad. Wesley Morris of the Boston <laughs> Globe called it cosmic slop. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing a horrible 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 movie all right wow dude so you are on so that was number seven right yep. and i get one more pick yeah there's so much bad i have I'm, we're gonna have leftovers man it's oh yeah like for a, sure it's gonna be like a big dinner here so um yeah, so ranking, number eight ranking these was so hard is the, one of the hardest things we've ever done in the movie section in particular so number eight i i'm gonna take Oh my god! I'm between two. I, I, I can even tell you what the two are. Yeah, go for it because I'm done my pick. So I'll tell you if they're on my list or not. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, 100%. When Harry list. met Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, 2003. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, ballistics X versus Sever. <gasps> not on my list, but I was definitely in consideration when I, I when I narrowed things down because I had to narrow things down yes. to ten. Yes. It, that was, was, in there it, it was in before I, I had one it down. more too. That was like right on the cusp. Okay. Son of the mask. Oh, I did not have son of the mask on there. Jamie Kennedy vehicle. <laughs> so, you know, it's great. <laughs> really quality acting. Hilarious. So, so what are you picking? Busting. Um, I'm going to pick um, dumb and dumb. Yeah, that. So they were like, okay. And this is a perfectly Hollywood thing to do. Oh yeah. Which yep. is, we proved this in the first thing. Go to Do we need, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels <laughs> to carry this? No. We can just get some random dudes with bad haircuts, yeah. throw them in here, and call it a prequel, yeah. and hope that somebody goes and sees this piece of shit. Yep. Like, we talked about it. It was like a movie based on a previous hit with none of the previous cast. No, none of the, and none of the, none of the like, great... Charm, none of the funny. Nothing. Like, Dumb and Dumber is, like, one of the... Like, a comedy classic, man. It's, it's so fucking yeah. funny because and it was so unexpected so and so... They were so stupid. Yeah. But the people made it. So, when you take the people out, guess what you have? Just stupid. Yeah. That's it. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. What when, were they when doing? When Harry met Lloyd. When... Basically, when fucking Harry and Lloyd met in high school in the 80s. So, they, you know, they got to, you know, get to the 80s references in there, too. One of my favorite... uh critic reviews i saw was this lame prequel includes more groans than laughs rent the original instead and i agree <laughs> fuck this fucking film it stinks uh real views uh james bertolini from real view said no movie could be more aptly compared to raw sewage than this film. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to hear that about your film no indeed no. That, so that wraps up 
So that wraps up movie. So, that so was, let's go through so, the, uh, the so you eight that we about, have, my friend. Uh, so we got, uh, hold on. Sorry. That's okay. Lost my spot. I, um, I'm just pun- putting dumb and dumber. I, in yeah, here. I, I can, uh, I can, I can I go through it. It's uh, Gili 1, Battlefield Earth 2, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, 3, From Justin to Kelly 4, The Room 5, Master of Disguise 6, The Adventures of Pluto Nash 7, mm. Dumb and Dumber, A Strong 8. Um, so there so were some honorable mentions. So you had yeah, mentioned say, a couple. Yep. Um, what do you have? So there were one that just I have to mention because it offends my nerd sensibility so much is Catwoman. Oh, the 2004 <clears throat> vehicle um, from that was bad. Uh, Halle Berry. <clears throat> um, I took Batman and Robin in the first Stinko de Mayo. Yes. So. Did. That was terrible. This is probably worse. Um, I hated that movie. It's largely viewed as one of the worst like comic books slash superhero movies of all time. Um, and then, oh boy, this one was this. I almost picked this one. Okay. Um, down to you, <laughs> which is Freddie Prinze Jr. and Julia Stiles. Dude, there was this weird three-year fascination with Freddie Prince Jr. for some they reason. They really dug him in the, two, the early 2000s. Yeah, dude. He is everywhere. Yeah. And then he, uh, he fun fact, he became a uh, head writer for the WWE. Oh, no shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Yes, he did. Um, well, down to you. He got fired, though, because like in, in 2000 to 2003, or whenever he was popular, he sucked. Dude, it, it, it was bad. And was not what, about, what about you? Do you have anything else? I did. Before we take a break and um, then come the back. Cat the cat in the two? hat. Ah, yes. So I backed up. I had three on my list. I had the three SNL movies in a row. Master Disguise, Adventures of Pluto Nash, and then Cat in the Hat. Do you like Mike Myers from Waits Road and SNL Live? No. <laughs> Do you hate him? Well, you hate this more. Yeah, I mean, it's dude, like, it's the like, same. It's so SNL, they just terrible. took those and made awful dog shit movies. This was someone's bad idea. Um, I also had... With, uh, with, before you move on from Good. Cat in a Hat, yes. I read written down here that the the basis of the movie is the cat comes to like play with the kids when the parents are yeah. away. Then he trashes their house. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you're going to wish that one of the kids was Luca Magnata. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't get that reference, go watch uh, Don't Fuck great. With Cats, uh, the Netflix yeah. documentary. Yeah, 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 totally. If he would have showed up, this whole thing could have, you didn't have to clean up quickly before your mom got home. Um, um, the New York Times, the, the review for Cat had is great. It said, a vulgar, uninspired lump of poisoned eye candy. <laughs> e. yeah, it's bad. What else you got? I had uh, De- Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> cross. When I tell you, there were so many movies, I, I literally deleted like... Like 10 oh yeah out of my like, list I, I had so many i'm like these are all really bad like look at look at my list that was yeah, my list that's exactly it i talked to you about i said flintstones viva rock vegas I didn't even make didn't my top <laughs> we didn't choose something with stephen baldwin in it dude we didn't choose something with mariah carey in it that's bananas yeah uh, glitter glitter yeah um then you got uh although there is a scene in this movie that i like the tom green movie freddie oh, got, got fingered, fingered which is <laughs> <"Denny would lick laughs> some yeah that i like too but I, I and i totally agree i totally agree oh man another ben affleck gem reindeer games oh um, God, damn it then you have all the cartoon movies garfield yep there was this two scooby-doos scooby-doos double two <laughs> they had fucking two Yep. Um, and then, uh, 
Then you have like the shitty action movies, Get Carter. Oh, with or Ballistics uh, X versus Sever. Yeah, That's one that was yeah, on my list. You mentioned that. Yeah. Yep. And The Watcher with Keanu Reeves. Yes. Uh, no, all the, these, yeah. all these like rated under 30. Yeah. That I'm film was the not out. watcher. And this I'm, just I'm not going to be the watcher. This is five years, folks. Five, five years. Just five years of garbage. Like, and, uh, oh, and then a wrestling one for you. Do you know what it is? No. Which one? Uh, it starred one of the guys who got into wrestling and actually had a documentary made about him almost dying while wrestling. Um, uh, what, uh, ready to rumble. Right. With the fucking name David the- Arquette. Yep. Cause he got stabbed in the neck <laughs> in a death match. So it, say what you want about this guy, David, Arquette but then I got won, a 23 out of a hundred and it deserved it. I guarantee you. Um, but, uh, David Arquette actually wrestled in WCW in the nineties and he won the world championship. It was a fucking joke. Really? Yeah, of course. But the guy, what he did was he was so into it. He got like, in really good shape. And then he started actually doing really hardcore, like ECW type matches, like fucked up, like, like, uh, yeah, like, like, like the, like light the, bulbs yeah, over the fucking fluorescent head light bulbs and, yes. and fucking barbed wire. And, and, and all that's that what got him. Yeah. He got stabbed with a shattered fluorescent. This is like a fucking <laughs> true story. Uh, an alley yeah. fight. And yeah. he got stabbed and he, and was bleeding out of his fucking neck and they yeah. had to take him to the hospital. Yeah, they took him the, the jugular, man. Yeah, um, probably because he made Royal Rumble the movie. Yeah, or he did lots <laughs> or of Ready cocaine. to Rumble. Excuse me. Yes. Um, one more I have to mention, and then yes. we'll take a break and move on to the last two yes. categories. Um, just because I know you hate Tim Allen, and I know you hate when Tim Allen makes Christmas movies. Yeah, Christmas with the Cranks <laughs> was in two thousand <laughs> was a twenty two. I'd rather have Christmas with the Kevorkians. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 100%. All right. Yick. Take All right, a break we'll for some ads and we'll be back. Uh, two seconds, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. And good night. Bang. 